T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Patty Rising. I'm Holly Kwan. And I'm Chris Ancarlo in for Brett Burkhardt. Here's what's happening. Well, BART is staring down a massive fiscal cliff. And KCBS's David Welch reports that will be top of mind as the agency's leadership meets this weekend to discuss the year ahead. BART wasn't alone in incurring deep financial losses during the pandemic. Like other transit authorities, when ridership plummeted, so did revenues. But unlike other transit systems, two-thirds of BART's revenue comes from its riders. And those riders have proven slow to return. Which means, according to BART General Manager Bob Powers, a financial crisis is looming. Our fiscal cliff is, is real, and it's going to hit us in January of 25. When it does kick in, BART's projected shortfall is somewhere around $100 million. And that number starts climbing quickly which is why Powers and his team are placing a lot of hope in short-term gap funding. And that's at a state level. Is there an opportunity for the state um, to help with funding? And I think they should. Assuming that happens, BART would buy some time. That funding would just be to fill the gap until a regional measure gets navigated. A measure that would include significantly less reliance on fares for overall funding. In Oakland, David Welch, KCBS. The tech sector may be shedding a lot of jobs, but a new report shows plenty of wealth is still flowing to the top in Silicon Valley. KCBS's Keith Manconi has more. According to an annual report put out by the joint venture Silicon Valley think tank, the wealth gap in the region is only growing wider. As of last year, the report finds the top 10 percent of households held more than 60 percent of the wealth. And just eight households alone held more wealth than the bottom 50% combined. So, yes, uh, this is a place of bifurcation. No question about that. In Silicon Valley, we have living side by side, uh, fabulously successful people and 11,000 homeless people. Russell Hancock, the group's president and CEO. Meantime, though, the report also took a look at the underlying health of the Silicon Valley economy. And it found that despite all the recent layoffs, other numbers point to growth including high investment levels and continued innovation. So the fundamentals are there. Uh, this, is, uh, this continues to be a very dynamic economy, especially as it diversifies into biotech, especially as it moves into artificial intelligence. In the South Bay, Keith Manconi, KCBS. Bay Area-based LinkedIn is just the latest tech company to announce layoffs. KCBS's Kathy Whitman looks into the implications for the region's economy. LinkedIn is eliminating just over 90 jobs in its Mountain View, Sunnyvale, and San Francisco offices. 
This is telling for the entire tech industry as it's a company that actually helps people get jobs. There's a certain amount of irony there, but across the board, a lot of firms are beginning to automate using generative AI. Rob Enderly, principal analyst for the Enderly Group, says AI technology is replacing people with similar skill sets. And he recommends those workers get retrained in a different area of tech. Local colleges and universities have programs that can help. Also, private companies work on training laid-off tech workers with new skills. Cisco, for instance, has their networking academy. There's a huge shortage of network installers, particularly as we're trying to ramp up to 5G and cellular. The large amount of layoffs doesn't mean tech is going away anytime soon. Enderly says it's just an adjustment right now. And overall, we still have more jobs in tech than we have people to fill them. He notes that many companies are switching gears and need to cut back in areas no longer applicable. Kathy Whitman, KCBS. Sonoma County Board of Supervisors has declared a homeless housing crisis, but plans to create two sanctioned homeless camps, one at the county's administration complex, another at the Veterans Hold, placed on hold. Dozens who live near one proposed site turned out in opposition during a special hearing this morning. More from our Jeffrey Schaub. Following months of public outcry, the board has been desperate to relocate a growing number of homeless camped out along and often blocking portions of the eight and a half mile long Joe Redota pedestrian and bicycle pathway. Board President Chris Corsi. It has deteriorated uh, consistently over the last many months. County staff proposed to the board creation of two sanctioned camps to house the Joe Redota population, one on the county administration complex, another at the sprawling but widely used Veterans Hall. That didn't go over well with dozens of community members. Our neighborhood is already impacted. We have daily issues with homeless people on our street. But county staff say temporary campsites with support services have proven successful in transitioning some of the homeless into more permanent housing. However, it's important for us to understand that one solution does not fit. The board ended up tabling any decision on where the campsites should be located, but did declare a homeless housing crisis. In the North Bay, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. With more on the news, watch your crest. Yeah, Patty, renters are finally getting a break in the Bay Area. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges reports bigger market forces are showing up in leases. As KCBS previously reported, home prices have dipped, and that's had an impact on rental prices, too. So as prices come down in the for sale market, they tend to come down in the rental market as well. Rob Warnock is with ApartmentList.com. We typically see those two halves of the market move more in sync with one another than we do see them move in opposite directions. In some areas of the country, it's actually cheaper to buy than to rent, but in the Bay Area, the average rent is $3,800, pretty high. There's been some talk recently about how the market has bottomed out, how the rent declines and price declines have like kind of hit their trough and are now going to come back. And there's some truth to that as well. Warnock says right now, though, vacancy rates are up. More vacancies obviously means that there's um, more opportunities for renters to find better deals, and that puts downward pressure on, on rents. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. And it turns out people are working from home less and less, and KCBS's Jim Taylor has the numbers. There are all kinds of work-from-home schemes. Oops. This is six online work from home side hustles that you but the percentage of paid full days work from home is declining 27 percent last month compared with 30 percent in December pre-pandemic the average was five percent 
It soared to more than 60 when COVID ramped up in early 2020. It has steadily declined since then, but leveled out to hover around 30% in the past year. Now it is dropping even more. There's certainly a reevaluation by employers about what the job actually requires, whether how much they really need people in the office. We're talking with David Madland, American Worker Project. Many workers would like to work from home at least a, a decent amount. And right now, because unemployment rate is so low, workers have some degree of leverage to be able to work from home. The survey of working arrangements and attitudes does suggest that more than a fourth of us are still doing this. Today I have three remote jobs for you. They offer gig work if you enjoy working from home. Jim Taylor, KCBS. Law enforcement officials today announcing arrests in connection to prostitution rings in San Diego. KCBS's Raquel Maria Dillon reports California's attorney general was there and was asked about a new loophole in state law against prostitution. San Diego's police chief David Nislight said his department's most recent sting targeting human trafficking rescued eight women and eight girls under age 18, including one 13-year-old who was reunited with her family. But he blames a new California law for making it harder to conduct these operations and reach victims of sex trafficking. SB 357 made it legal for anyone to loiter with the intent to engage in prostitution. This includes traffickers, sex buyers, and sex workers. Your law enforcement officers are fighting an uphill battle when it comes to human trafficking because of these types of legislation. Previously, loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution was illegal in California, but the law's supporters argued that that disproportionately targeted transgender women. Attorney General Rob Bonta wouldn't take a strong position on the new law, but he said it's important to analyze the data and listen to people on the ground. This is important data. This is important information. This is important feedback. We must be open uh, to evidence and interested uh, in other possibilities should something with a certain intent not be working as intended. Raquel Maria Dillon, KCBS. We have to check in with KPIX 5's Paul Hagan. Paul, what the heck is going on with the wind today? <laughs> it is exceptionally windy across the Bay Area. Numerous gusts over 50 miles an hour. We've had some gusts over 60 miles an hour. This is why we had the wind advisor. In fact, it's actually been upgraded to a high wind warning right along the coast, which does include San Francisco. That goes until 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. The wind advisory for the rest of the Bay Area goes until 1 p.m. Wednesday. It's still going to be breezy after that point, just not as windy as the conditions that we're experiencing right now. Now, we're also expecting for precipitation, perhaps frozen precipitation. Should my daughters go ahead and uh, get their uh, sleds ready to go down Mount Diablo? If they want to climb that high up in order to uh, sled down, then, uh, yeah, they can perhaps do that. But uh, don't get your hopes up for any kind of sea level snow accumulation. That very rarely happens around the Bay Area. But we are going to see the snow levels dropping down, especially Thursday into Thursday night, to around 1,500 feet or so. That brings in the possibility of some snow accumulations on the highways through the Santa Cruz Mountains, and even the possibility of some snow at the level of the Caldecott Tunnel. That's about 1,400 feet. So if that snow level drops just a little bit more, there could be some traffic situations there Thursday into Thursday night. But the rest of the Bay Area, we're going to be seeing rain, about a half an inch to an inch of total rainfall, most of that falling Thursday night, Thursday into Thursday night and very early on Friday morning. And we also have to talk about the cold temperatures, right? Right. It's going to be cold overnight. Overnight low temperatures dropping down to near freezing for inland parts of the Bay Area Thursday morning. And then the high temperatures just don't 
don't warm up a whole lot. Highs tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday across the entire Bay Area. Doesn't matter if you're Bayside, farther inland, or right along the coast. Only in the upper 40s, just the very warmest spots around 50 degrees. That is a good 15 degrees below normal for this time of year. And it doesn't look like we're going to warm up very much through the rest of February. Even the long-range data looking into early March shows an unsettled and generally cold weather pattern continuing for quite a while. One last quick question about the wind. Is it going to be stay this windy overnight? It's going to be on this level. The wind is one of those things that fluctuates wildly from spot to spot and even from minute to minute and second to second. So the sustained winds are going to be in the 25 to 35 mile an hour range, but the gusts are going to be in the 50 to 60 mile an hour range with the highest gusts as you climb up in elevation. So it won't be necessarily this windy every second of the next 12 to 18 hours, but be prepared for the potential of power outages and make sure you're keeping both hands on the wheel as you're on the roads. Thanks for all that great information. KPIX 5's Paul Hagan. Wind gusts of up to 60 miles an hour expected this afternoon and evening across the Bay Area. And there's already been some damage done in San Francisco. KCBS's Megan Goldsby joins us live right now from the Golden Gate Bridge, hopefully still in place. Yeah, I'm still here. We'll see how much longer. The gusts here are are pretty wild. It's interesting because it'll be very calm and beautiful for a moment, and then those gusts come through, and they are just wild. When I'm working in the car, the whole car's going back and forth. When I'm out looking at the bridge, my hair's all in my face. I mean, it's just a very windy afternoon. And, of course, the San Francisco Fire Department dealing with a lot of calls for minor damage across the city. That's according to Captain Jonathan Baxter, starting with the Excelsior. Specific to Russia Avenue, there's uh, construction material and or parts of a roof that have flown off um, of a specific building onto a street affecting several parked cars. Luckily, these are all parked cars. We have no injuries associated to, the, to that specific incident. We're also seeing numerous calls throughout San Francisco for wires down and trees down. Yeah, they did get a report of someone getting a minor injury after being hit with some sort of sign while walking. Here at the Golden Gate Bridge, only the very brave are wearing ball caps. I've already seen one fly off over the edge of the overlook. I talked to Tim, who was checking out the bridge for the first time. He's from Connecticut. I wanted to bridge to be swaying like I've seen in you know past you know I've seen on the news how the bridge was swaying back and forth so yeah the bridge is not swaying but there is a high wind warning here and it's making that creepy whistling sound really loudly the San Francisco Zoo decided to close its doors for the day because of these high winds the best thing you can do secure anything loose outside and drive more slowly if you're on the road it can really move your car around and just don't bother wearing a ball cap reporting live at the Golden Gate Bridge Megan Goldsby KCBS good advice thank you Megan subscribe to the all local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying play KCBS radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto 
Sports. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.